Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On the McDonald Jones Homes open line, Mariners head coach Nick Montgomery. Good morning, mate. Morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're well. Uh, congratulations and maybe commiserations as well on... Just a stellar performance by your side in the Australia Cup last weekend. Six-goal thriller, penalty shootout. We're down to 10 men at one stage, but you must have been so proud of your men. Yeah, super proud of the performance. Obviously, a really young team. We're only two and a half weeks into pre-season, so look, the game was always coming at a time where we didn't have much time to prepare. Uh, obviously, Sydney didn't make finals last season, so I think they had double of double preparation time than we had. I think they were back for around five weeks. But look, I thought we went there. We took the game to them. Went one nil up. And look, you know, a couple of mistakes for, for, for goals against. But I thought, great fight back. Uh, back into the game. 3-3. Three, three, Ten men for 60, for 60 minutes to the game. Um, and, and at one point, we had uh, two men less because uh, young Nectar Triantis had cramped up with user subs. Um, but yeah, look, we saw the game out. And Look, penalties are penalties. The best players in the world have missed penalties. And unfortunately, on the night, yeah, we missed uh, we missed three penalties. So we didn't deserve to progress through. But saying that, so many positives to take from the game. And, and again, signs from some of the new players that have only had a, a couple of weeks to bed in. So, yeah, really, really happy with the performance. Shame we're not through to the next round. But, yeah, now we look forward to a big pre-season and get ready for the early. Yeah, Nick, Gary Birkinshaw here. Well done on, on the performance last weekend. Just at those new players you had in the side, who actually really impressed you on the night? Oh, look, they all they all really impressed me when you when you put a new team together. Obviously, we sold players in the off season. Uh, we released a few and 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 not a couple. Obviously, we lost Marcos. He went back for family reasons to Costa Rica, and we were never going to stand in his way for that. And um, yeah, look, you know, obviously the new boys that came in. I thought Yaron Soda again had to step in as number one after Mark Birigetti. Moved on. I thought he he was solid, um, and and yeah, look, all the boys next to Triantis, you know, eighteen year old, probably his first real game in professional football, starting the game. Tommy Aquilina coming into a new playing style, um, and look, obviously Paul Youngo had only been training with us for just over a week, so yeah, in terms of the boys settling in, I was super impressed with all of them and their application, and the boys coming off the bench as well, Jason. Had a bit of a sore shin in the week, but look, I needed him off the bench to score a goal, and that's what he does, and he did that in the last minute. Took the game to injury time, and, and yeah, then we threw on a couple of MPL boys as well in Brad Tappen and Maxim Kisalovic. So when you look back on the game, I don't think there's probably been a younger team in A-League history that's that's been out there on the field. Um, but, you know, we are bringing reinforcements in, and there's, there's new players to come in as well. So... Yeah, just just really happy where we're right at the minute. Yeah, Paul Iongo was pivotal in the second goal, and that was a, a goal for Michael Roos, who's a new player at the Central Coast. Benny Encololo, if you missed it, he scored the opening goal for the Central Coast Mariners, so we led 1-0. And then, uh, I mean, it looked like all hope was forlorn, and Jason Cummings finds the back of the net pretty much in the final moment of the game to send it to extra time. I just want to get your thoughts, though, Nick, on the Dan Hall two yellows. What, what was your opinion on 
I mean, Max Burgess brought down in the box, just looked a little clumsy. But how did you see it all? Yeah, look, Dan's been out for nine weeks. So if, you, if anyone remembers, Dan missed the last couple of weeks of the A-League season. You know, the whole off-season, he was doing rehab on his knees. So look, you know, he's only been training a couple of weeks. A little bit rusty in, in terms of decision-making. But look, he should have, you know, the goal was avoidable. He should have blocked him before he made the forward run. But look, once he got in there, uh, he just got caught wrong side of him and, you know, obviously Yaram is coming out, so I think it was avoidable. He didn't need to clip him from behind. But look, to give the penalty and a yellow card, I thought it was harsh. You know, the penalty is harsh enough for for a, a genuine, you know, um, a misjudgment. There's no malice in it whatsoever. And again, the second yellow, you know, the fond is running away from goal. Smart player. He's conned the referees. He obviously got in front of Dan, thrown himself on the floor. And again, no malice in it. It was just two players running towards the ball. And yeah, to give him two yellows and send him off was was harsh, um, especially when Ryan Grant does a two-footed tackle on Paula Yongo, uh, you know, later on, in the, later on in the second half and just gets a yellow card. So, again, disappointing in, in, in some of the decisions from the referee. I thought Max Burgess's was a clear handball for the third goal, clear handball that everybody saw, apart from the referee and linesman. And, yeah, again, a couple of disappointing things, but, again, the fight back from the boys, the goals that we scored, thought Benny's goal was absolutely superb. And, and look, Dan will learn from that. And, and, and yeah, look, two, two weeks into pre-season, can't expect miracles, but I thought everything the boys gave was a clear sign of what's to be this year. And that's a good team, a young team, youthful, that are going to score goals and going to fight against everybody. So, yeah, really pleased, apart from missing penalties. Yeah, I'm glad you said that about the Max Burgess goal because there's no VAR in the Australia Cup, as we know. Uh, Nick... Uh, I think we can all celebrate Andrew Redmayne with the Socceroos with his theatrics, but when he's up against the Mariners, uh, not very happy at all watching him bounce around on the goal line. Uh, but he's done it again. He's done it again, Redders. Yeah, look, we, we did penalties the day before, and honestly, Jacob Farrell put his in the top corner, so did Stormy. But <laughs> so obviously, a lot, a lot of press about the wiggles and, and Redmayne's wiggle. And to be fair to him, you know, people might not like it, but... You know, men- mentally, he's, he's obviously put put people off in big games. And I think maybe the boys have been watching too much and thinking too much instead of just slotting it in the goal. But again, easier said than done. It's a big moment, big pressure moment. And best players in the world have missed penalties. So we're not going to judge anybody on the night. You need a bit of luck. And, and yeah, we just uh, we didn't have it in a penalty shootout. So credit to Sydney for, for beating us on penalties. And, and yeah, they're progressing. We, we, we focus on pre-season now. Yeah, I thought, uh, you know, I thought it could have got ugly when he ran right in front of Jason Cummings. I think Cummings did extremely well to contain himself. Yeah, look, Jace you know, scored a great head in the last minute against him. And look, again, a little bit of mind games. And to be honest, and again, Jace has played at, at the highest level and he was confident in taking the first penalty. And, and again, you know, we expect Jason to score because that's what he is. He's a goal scorer. But he's a great save, to be honest, from, from Redder's great save. And yeah, it's a little bit of mind games, and and uh, yeah, Jesse's a good guy. He's a big boy. He took it on the chin, and, and yeah, no doubt this season, mate. When he scores against him, he'll have some more. <laughs> Nick, obviously the Australian Cup's now gone. What's the preparation now in the lead up to the A League season? Yeah, look, to be honest, and, and you know, I say this in, in all in all truth, the cup is actually quite a hindrance when you're trying to plan pre-season because you can't really plan games. You don't know if you're going to be in the cup. You don't know when the games are going to be. So, you know, for every A-League team, it is actually quite difficult to plan a pre-season around it. So, look, you know, now we don't have that distraction. Obviously, we wanted to win the game. You know, we gave everything and, and missed out on penalties. But, look, now we've got a clear run. We can look at playing 
pre-season games, going on a couple of trips and, and really, you know, really getting the boys ready for the A-League, which is obviously the most important thing. So, um, yeah, we'll be playing lots of games. We'll have a couple of trips and, and yeah, just, just getting the boys up to speed, ready for ready for a big season in the, in the competition. Hey, Nick, last weekend, Michael Butner and myself, we spoke to Richard Peel, the new chair of the Central Coast Mariners, and we were uh, thoroughly impressed by his vision for the Mariners. How are you finding it working with Richard? Yeah, he's a good guy. He obviously come in and, you know, he's an active chairman. Obviously, Mike Charles is still involved. Mike's a great guy and kept the club afloat. You know, a lot of, a lot of respect for Mike Charles. Um, but, you know, obviously, Richard's come in. He's on the ground. He's passionate about football. He wants to help out. And obviously, his background is health and fitness. So, we're, you know, we're really getting more resources in that, which is good. You know, we did lack that, you know, compared to other early clubs. But he's come in and, you know, in terms of the recovery and the GPS system, he's, he's really helped out helped out there and look, yeah, he's, he's, he's passionate. He wants to get fans in the stadium and, and, and make the game a really entertaining uh, uh, day out on the Central Coast. And I think, you know, we proved last year against the Jets, 11,000, 12,000 in the stadium. It's the best stadium in the, in the country and one of the best in the world, in my opinion. So, you know, we all, we're all in it together. And yeah, we want to be, you know, want to be an exciting team this year, a very young team, and, and also get people in the stadium and, and get everyone back back in the stadium post-COVID and supporting the club, which is what we really need. Hey, Nick, speaking of health and fitness, you've got BJ back at the club. Now, sometimes these guys are the unsung heroes, but Bryce Johnson, loved by everyone, uh, for, formerly involved in surf lifesaving as well, and he's he's come home after being at the Jets. Yeah, look, Bryce is a top guy, and, and, and yeah, look, I made a couple of changes in the staff at the end of the season. Some some moved on for for other reasons like players and and yeah look my fault sole focus was to get the best possible staff I could get in, um, you know and that included obviously Bryce local guy I know him as a player I worked under Bryce so I know how how good he is and and, and yet yeah, look to bring him in was was a big opportunity for us and yeah he's he's really uh, you know he's back where he's comfortable and and, and he belongs and I think he's yeah, he's been a great addition to the staff and 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 yeah he's he's going well. Hey, Nick, I, I know you've got a busy schedule, so just one more question this morning uh, from me anyway. Uh, it's showtime this weekend. The EPL is back on. Have you had a look at some of the fixtures and what has caught your eye? Ah, it's the first, first uh, again, the first weekend of the season, so I think every game is going to be exciting. It's been a lot of signings in the off-season. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. Liverpool already beating Man City in the charity shield. So, yeah, obviously we know Liverpool, Man City are going to be super strong and and yeah, look, I think Man United this year, you know, under Eric Ten Hag, I think they can really improve. Um, I'm obviously good friends with Harry Maguire. And, and, and yeah, speaking to Harry in the off-season, when he was over in Australia, he's really, you know, really enthusiastic and thinks this year Man United can, you know, really improve on probably the past two seasons. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And, and yeah, it's, it's the Premier League. It's the best league in the world. So, yeah, I can't wait for it. Uh, Nick, Thanks again, mate, for joining us. Thank you for being so generous with your time, and we'll talk to you again soon. Anytime. Cheers, guys. Thank you.